0: hello everybody welcome to the just so you know podcast episode one with john and my homie kent we are here today to talk about technology and all of the awesomeness around it kent tell everybody what is our podcast going to be focused on
1: you mean today or just every week
0: Every week, we're going to be covering a broad range of topics, and, and what are some of those? What what should people expect from us?
1: Yeah, so I think emerging technology, we want to be on the the forefront and understand what's going on in this world, what's moving the needle. We want to have, have a lot of fun while we do this. Certainly, we'll focus on cloud. We might focus a little bit on tools like Flow and, and Power Apps, but that's not going to be the focus Maybe, of this. barely, a little that bit. Could, not going to be the focus of this. Uh, probably some blockchain at some point. Definitely, uh, I think that's that's definitely cool. So, really a variety of topics, but really we want to focus on technologies that it's applicable to a lot of people.
0: Definitely, definitely. All right, and so to walk you through today's agenda before we jump in, uh, you just saw the introduction. We're going to jump into a segment called "In the News." After that, we'll intro our main talking point for the day, uh, and then we will have our final segment called The Complaint Department, where we will find some bit of news about some company or or an experience we've had recently with a company and kind of just put them on the line, put them on the hook, put them on blast a little bit. <laughs> and then uh, finally, we'll close out for a couple of minutes and just kind of recap what we discussed. So.
1: Let's... And, and and hold on. And if we can't find a company that we want to discuss, we'll just record you sitting in traffic on the four hundred five. Yo,
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to call that like the hatred department. <laughs> I, I feel like it's, it's that would be worse than than just the complaint department. Those poor people. It, it would be <laughs> terrible for them to have to sit in my car. I'd feel bad for them. <laughs> All right. So Kent, we have uh, in the news, and so today, very timely, it's Thanksgiving week. And this week is Black Friday. And so now it's an interesting thing, Black Friday. Like, does it exist in Canada?
1: Kind of. It started to spill over. So naturally, we have our Thanksgiving in October.
0: Yeah, yeah. And
1: But what's happened, obviously, we share a border. There's no wall yet. Right. And, <laughs> and uh <laughs> So a lot of these companies that operate in the U.S. also operate in Canada. So any opportunity to make a few extra bucks, they'll take advantage of it. So, yeah, like Best Buy is already rolling out their deals. And, you know, everyone's looking at uh, it's now a good time to buy that TV and whatnot. So it does exist, certainly not to the extent as the U.S. And yeah. we certainly don't have the brawls that exist no. in the U.S.
0: <laughs> and so I feel like that's, the, that's what we should really talk about today, like the the etiquette of Black Friday, right? Is, so like Is
1: there etiquette?
0: I feel like there should be. I don't know if there is, but we should probably help everyone and create some. I feel like there's a couple simple rules, right? Like like one, like don't punch other people for televisions, right? Like it's just not worth it, right? Like you can get a TV and you don't have to punch or trample another human being to acquire it. Right, that's a simple one.
1: I agreed. I think that's fair. But what about the next level? Is is it appropriate to bring your gun to a Black Friday (laughs) sale? (laughs) Uh,
0: I feel like with with all of like the gun deaths in America that we have, I feel like that's just the next logical thing, right? A Black Friday massacre, uh, as Deep and dark as that sounds. No, Kent, it's not appropriate to bring your gun to Black Friday. Because
1: I, I know it varies by state, but I've been at, like in Arizona where people just show up at a store with a gun. And it's not even Black Friday. So I agree. I think it would be very, very horrible to have some sort of event occur because emotions overrun and people resorts to using that level of violence that would be
0: people don't bring your guns don't not necessary not necessary not necessary necessary. no okay all right i think i have a second piece of etiquette when a fight breaks out and you are not participating and you decide to pull out your camera and film it please do us all a favor and turn it to landscape (laughs)
1: Focus on what's really important, (laughs) and that's 4K video.
0: I mean, like, if you're going to film it anyways, (laughs) please (laughs) do it the right way, okay?
1: (laughs) Because no one wants
0: to see the border, right? Well, I just, yes, no, you miss a lot of the action when you film it vertically. It's just, it's not as good. It's not as good. Okay, and I think I, I have a third one, too. So, if you weren't planning to buy that TV you don't actually save $400 you spend 600 extra (laughs) so So it's not actually a good deal unless you're uh, waiting all year to get the TV and don't
1: some of the the prices after Black Friday, like, like, sorry, the prices that were on sale become the actual prices after Black Friday in, in some circumstances. Isn't that true?
0: It's all marketing, Kent. Yes. It's all a sham. We jack up the prices and we put a sale, which takes it back down to the original price. <laughs> right? It's all it's all marketing. It's just, how do you get people to hook, line, and sinker?
1: So it's probably similar. Like, I have a buddy, and uh, growing up, he his dad owned, like, a, a clothing store. And okay. he used to have this blowout sale in the summer and it was like 50% off all jeans so everyone got super excited about this so what he used to do is he used to hire us every summer the day before the sale what he would do is like all of me and my buddies would go and we'd take all of the jeans and take them downstairs into the basement and then we would take all of the other jeans that are going to be on sale and take them back up (laughs) people were pumped because they got a 50% off sale uh, but the reality was, is that the manufacturers or the, the the clothing companies had, like, basically give them a deal on, like, previous stock. And I'm sure oh, Black Friday uh, is is probably pretty similar. So you're probably,
0: that's, that's it was genius, it was.
1: And this was, like, <laughs> yeah, 20, 30 years, actually, well, probably
0: 30 years ago. Like, this was, maybe not that, like, 25 years okay, ago. Okay, good. So. so he's not, he doesn't still have the store. We're not throwing him under the bus now.
1: No, unfortunately, he passed away a couple years
0: ago, oh, but uh, wow. he was a good guy. But it was, That's yeah, it just funny. reminded me of that story, yeah. Sheer genius. Sheer genius. <laughs> I love that. Okay. All right, Kent, so let's uh, let's go ahead and transition. Let's go on to our main discussion here tonight. Uh, you just got the new iPhone, right? You said you, you just picked up the new XS Max. Is that what that is? Uh, no,
1: it's not the Max, but it is okay. the XS.
0: Okay, and okay.
1: And so I'm transitioning from the seven, okay? and and I'm struggling. I'm gonna be honest, all right? I am struggling because I like the button on the seven. I okay. like the thumbprint. I like to be able to click on it, double click, you know, move it all around, move all my apps around. Okay. And with this phone, I guess I'm a little bit lost. and okay. uh, kind of embarrassing to say because I do love technology, but when it comes to
0: phones, I'm a pretty simple guy. All right. Yo, Kent, I, so I actually kind of like this because I, I got the new XS Max and like, I love it. I really like it a lot. I was like, why did I hold on to the need for a button for so long? <laughs> I, I feel pretty good about letting it go.
1: <laughs> so enlighten me. How, how, why does it make it better?
0: Uh, I don't know if it actually makes it better. I don't know if I would say like it's better. Um, although, okay, if we're talking about simple mechanics, I think it is better because the button can wear out. Whereas swiping a screen, like you'd have to bust the screen up for it to become unusable. Um, but like, I don't know, it just, it feels more fluid. And I think it's because I've learned the gestures now. Right. So, so for instance, like you said, you want to be able to switch through your apps, did you know if you just swipe up from the bottom and hold, all that stuff comes up and you can actually do
1: that? I see, and then I can close the apps.
0: Correct, see?
1: See, So maybe that's what it is. I'm just too impatient to read the manual.
0: It's just a little bit of, you just need a little bit of user education, Kent. (laughs) I I can help you adopt this. So then did you see, Okay, so then if you pull down from the left, top left, it's your notification center. And if you pull down from the top right, it's your control center, which you used to push up.
1: I did, not, I did not know that. OK. No, OK, see.
0: see, see. Now I want to show you something really cool. Go ahead and open up a text message. And go ahead and like type a message to me. Hey, John, how's it going? Whatever, right? OK, now I want you to press and hold hard on the space button, OK? And then move it left and right. Look at that's how you can now control the cursor to jump in between your letters. There, is that working? That
1: that is much better.
0: Yeah, yeah. See, see, see.
1: And and that's available in all sort of apps, like whether it be Twitter or your email. Like that's a cool.
0: Yep, yep. I like
1: that. I like that. Hey, you, you're you're convincing me. You're we're moving the needle here. Okay. Okay. So, but but here's here okay. Here's another complaint. Okay. So I'm holding down the power button. Yes. And my phone's not going off. How do
0: I turn the phone off? I think uh, you actually have to hold the power button and the volume up. Uh, what? Yes, is this power, a surface? Is this a surface? It's like a surface, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so if you hold power and volume up, it gives you your power and SOS and all that there.
1: So why? I don't get it. Like, so when the phone is off, I can hit the power button and it turns on.
0: Yeah, I don't think it's actually like, they don't, I don't know if they consider it the power button is why actually, you know, the Shoot. one thing that I don't love is, so what? Is, what is it then? I don't, it's like the wake up button,
1: the wake up button.
0: I'm pretty sure I, I would have to look it up, but I, I actually don't think it's the power button anymore.
1: Interesting.
0: Yeah. But but now, you kind of got your gestures back to figure out, like, those old functionalities you had, right? The double tap is just the up and hold. And then swiping up from the bottom is just now swiping down from the top right. That kind of adds a bit, right? Brings you back and gives you those functionalities you were missing sure. pretty easily. Sure. So, okay. So now, though, let's talk about, like, the camera, right? Like, the selfie camera on these phones is the best like look at any of the selfies like i don't know if you're a big selfie taker um it, probably not but but once in a while and <laughs> and and for little kids you got you got little kids right it's it's awesome it's clear and crisp and nice and then the dual camera in the back is just fantastic now i know a lot of cameras a lot of phones are coming out with the dual camera feature that's not special to the iphone but i feel like they had the portrait mode first and it just really, really works well. When I look at like um, on Facebook these three D photos, have you seen these?
1: I've noticed, yeah. When you've posted some of those,
0: yeah. Yeah, so that's like any any camera phone that has the dual camera setup can do these three D photos. Uh,
1: I see. And I, I look see.
0: at some of the ones that my buddies do on Android, and it's just like they're not as good. the The depth isn't as good. The layering isn't as good. The iOS three D photos really come mm-hmm. out beautiful. Now that's just kind of a niche thing. Um, but then also video. Okay, so for like for me, uh, Kent, this thing does two 4K, or uh, I'm sorry, actually 1080p at 240 frames a second, which is like to put that in English, crazy buttery smooth slow motion. <laughs> Right, I can take the most beautiful slow mo with this thing. It's just outrageous. It's like as good as my 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 professional camera, my GH5S does 240 frames a second. Oh, okay. And so no. this phone does that as well.
1: No, well, hey, I know you're a uh, an AV guru. So uh, if you're endorsing this, yeah, it's it's legit. <laughs> I'll believe you. I've yeah. seen your work. I've seen yeah. Your-
0: Yeah. It feels good. And, um, you know, and like I said, like the button thing, like I do miss the fingerprint because I don't always want to have to put my face on it. And like Apple pay now is really a pain. Like you have to, I have to be looking at the thing and double click the side (laughs) button, which I have this bulky case to protect it because the damn phone is $1,500. And so like I put a hundred dollar, like super protective case on it, but now like getting to that button is a pain. So so stupid face pay for me, I'm like, come on, click. And then I click it once and it locks. I got to unlock it and try it again. And I'm like, man, I don't know. And so, you know, the, I think since you have it, uh, there's a lot to love about it. If if you would have said to me, John, should I spend $1,400 on it before you bought it? I would have said, I don't know. I would have said, I'm really enjoying it. But there are a lot of phones that do have those features that are actually half the price, right? Like the the OnePlus 5T is an Android device that has every single feature that this phone has, same processor, same amount of RAM, same like buttonless, but it even has a fingerprint sensor on the back so that you have face recognition and a fingerprint sensor. Uh, It runs Android, but it's like 600, right? Same device, pretty much. Same specs, half the price, right? Because you're not paying for the Apple branding. So yeah, think, and,
1: and even like the, the face detection, what's bothered me is in low light, it doesn't yes. work that well. Whereas I know. the, the thumbprint is fine. So that's a bit annoying in my mind because then it's like, well, they got to do a pin and yes. then I might as well just go back a few years.
0: That's a definite trade off. I feel like that's the one part where, like, I'll be laying in bed in the morning and I pick up my phone, to start checking my emails and stuff. And I'll yell at the phone, recognize me, <laughs> <laughs>
1: recognize me. Exactly. I, I feel your pain, man.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, so, you know, I think there's, there's definite positives, things I love about it. There's things about it that I'm like, I don't know, like, you know, I, I think there are other phones that have the same feature set that are a lot less money. Um, and so that is one part that kind of irks me a bit. Like I really did pay a premium for this device because it says Apple and because it runs iOS. Um, whereas, you know, should software and, and brand recognition cost you that much, right? When, when it's proven, when OnePlus is building the same hardware for half the price, you know, you kind of come face to face with the truth that, wow, I'm really paying a premium because this thing says Apple and because it runs iOS instead of Android. And is the premium worth that much? Like I like it because I get to just upgrade time and time again and it's seamless and the next phone just takes on the identity of my last phone and I don't have to worry about it. But, you know, it's interesting to me to have to like look at that, to stomach that like, wow, I paid $700 more for this hardware than I actually had to.
1: Well, and when does it end right? Year over year.
0: Yeah. And well, then,
1: it's... and then what about tariffs? Your buddy, uh, implementing. Oh. <laughs> oh, <yeah.
0: laughs> I'm going to just,
1: <sighs> I don't know if we have time to talk about you, but
0: breathe that one out as best I can. Oh gosh. Okay. All right. He had to go bring up Trump. Oh huh? God. Freaking Canadians. Oh. All right. Okay. Let's try and get back on track. What was I talking about? <laughs> okay. All right. So uh yes, tariffs are making everything more expensive. Um I don't even think we've we felt the full effect of those yet, which is we'll we'll talk we'll leave that one. Um sure. here's an interesting part. Ta- getting back to the iPhone. They they just came out with the iPhone XR. Okay, which is like last, like the iPhone 7, I think, the iPhone 7 hardware in a new body. Ah, okay. Okay, like remember what they did with like the 5C? They put like the 5 in those colorful bodies or the 4S in those colorful bodies or whatever it was. Yep. So they're trying the same thing again. They came out with this XR, which is like the 7 in a new body. And it's hilarious because – they're doing all this marketing, talking about this XR being the entry-level iPhone, an entry-level phone, right? Yo, guess how much it costs. Nine. Seven fifty. Seven fifty. American seven fifty USD
1: for an, for an entry entry level.
0: entry-level phone, dude. I'm like, are you, are you out That's, of your mind? And, and the crazy part about it is they're doing all this clever marketing, like talking about how the screen is this high-functioning LCD, blah, blah, blah. Like, yo, all, it's, it's an iPhone 7 that's been stretched that literally has less pixels per inch than the 7 had. They're, they're clever marketing people into believing that they're buying something that they're not for $750 for an entry. It's, it, it's outrageous,
1: right? It, it, hey, if there's one company that can pull it off, it's Apple.
0: We're just—they're gonna keep innovating away all the ports. <laughs> running it, running out of ports. <laughs> they're running out of ports to take away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wonder what they're gonna innovate when they run out of ports to remove. That's right? true. So they're going to remove the power port and go to pure wireless. What then? They already got rid of the power
1: button. It's now the wake-up button.
0: It's the wake-up button. <laughs> You're right. And you have to hold it with another button to shut off the phone. Yeah, so I had to like look up how to reset your iPhone XS the other day because it froze in place. And it's this crazy thing where like you have to press the, the down volume And then press the up volume and hold it with, like, the wake-up button. And so, like, you have to do this button combination to get it to, like, do a hard reset when it freezes. So that also was another kind of, like, another downside to it. Got it. Yeah. Um, But I think, have you played with the camera? Have you taken many pictures? Have you tried portrait mode? Uh, No, I haven't done
1: much. I picked this up on Friday, and I haven't had—I'm committed. I'm committed to the journey. Okay. I just haven't had a chance to sort of migrate, move all of my apps. Yeah. Uh, this, is, this is a Canadian phone. I still have my American number, so I still got to deal with some of that transition.
0: Does iTunes but, do all that still? Does it, like, recognize and, and transfer all that for you?
1: So it should. Um, I've logged in with the same account. I haven't synced any of my music, but it was a Canadian account before, so I don't think I'll have any issues. I didn't have any issues when I was in the U.S., so it should be okay.
0: Right on. Okay, cool. So, so impressions so far, you have not liked the loss of the button, but now having a bit of understanding on the new gestures may help.
1: Oh, absolutely. I think it's just getting used to. I just don't understand. Well, I guess when you remove the button, that imposes new constraints yeah but I just i don't know, I'm just not sold like is this you you have to do something different in order to get more money for people? like is that the motivation here? like
0: it is, yeah, literally it's we have to create a new device every year so that we continue to create that outrageous revenue stream and uh, we'll and we'll create something that's just slightly different to say it's different so people will buy it, and I'm that person i I am literally that person who I'm like, oh, the new one came out. What's new about it? Nothing. Oh, I still want it. <laughs> yeah. And it's not nothing, right? There's the camera's better, the processor's better. There's more RAM. There's more storage. The screen is improved, right? There's a lot I love about it. And so I, I joke and I get critical, but I think I'm I literally buy it every single year, Kent. <laughs> hey, well, if you like it, you like it. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I think we should transition here off of our main topic point and head over to our final talking point, which is the complaint department. Complaint department. Yeah, I think the complaint department is where every week one of us will bring forth some complaint, either towards a a company that isn't operating like they should, uh, something that we've encountered in life, in travel, in whatever that we feel is an injustice or should be spoken of or talked about. Um, Or just, you know, a general place to vent on something we feel that some attention should be brought to. And so, Kent, I think this week, I think for week one, you should go ahead and bring forth the first complaint for us to go ahead and and discuss.
1: Got it. So... I ran into an article on newzealandherald.co.nz, or Z, for my American friends, and it talks about airplane bathrooms shrinking as airlines squeeze in more seats. And so what has happened here is that the bathroom has been reduced from 34 inches wide to 24 inches wide. And by doing so, airlines have now been able to add six additional seats wow. with that space. Yes. And so what's going on here is there's this growing trend of like fitting more and more and more seats into a plane. Yeah. And having done a fair amount of travel this past year, and I know you've done a boatload, it's one of those things where – like,
0: how much further can you actually go? <laughs> I hope not any further because Kent, have you sat in an air in an airplane bathroom recently? It's the tiniest. it's the I don't know i don't I can barely use it. i'm a, I'm a fairly large man. You are too. We're both like above average size males, I think in height, like maybe not like in size, but in height. even just that alone. I. As I'm trying to to urinate while the plane is flying, my head is literally roof. I literally lean against it. That's how small it is. It's insane. I don't know.
1: I don't. And these are generally like seven thirty-seven. Is is what the the article is referring to? But like okay, I try are not those to. Those are
0: double deckers. Is this no? no. Oh, those
1: okay. are just like sort of the, the three seats and three seats. Okay. You know, okay. Hold about 172 people, 172 passengers roughly. Yeah. And, but it's just like, it's brutal. Like, even the legroom nowadays, and then like there. And imagine having kid, right? Like, we've both got kids. They're out of that stage. But how are you yeah. supposed to like take your kid and change them when you have like zero
0: room to even like turn around? Well, let I, mean, alone- I firmly believe that people shouldn't bring their kids on planes, <laughs> but. If you do if you do, it, it would be very difficult to change your child indeed. I can I can barely wipe my own rear in one of those <laughs> bathrooms. I don't know how you would change a kid in there. It's it's ridiculous. Now it's funny that you bring this up. I'm actually flying out tomorrow. Uh, I'm heading to Europe to speak at a few events. And uh, so here's one thing. I, I got an upgrade. Um, because I fly a lot, and so I got status, and I got an upgrade finally. Nice. Well, that's yeah, awesome,
1: and, man. That's gonna be sweet.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, it would have been, um, but I actually I gave it up. What? Uh, well, like you, you know, Gabriel, and uh, and and so Gabriel's coming on the trip with me. Uh, for those of you guys that don't know who Gabriel is, Gabriel is the Microsoft Flow community manager. He, I got him involved in the team, and I've known him for a while. And so uh, he's traveling with me to head to a couple of events to to cover it and do some content stuff. So um, it's actually Gabriel's first time in, in an airplane. Oh, no way. Yeah, like ever. Ever. And yeah. he's going to Europe. And he's going. He's flying 11 hours to Amsterdam. and so so i think he's a little stressed out so he made a couple of comments where he seemed you know he's very excited he's definitely very excited but i think he's also a little bit scared like of of flying for the first time so you know i did the the nice guy thing man and i was like i turned down my upgrade and no way I did. I'm gonna sit with him and make sure that he's good and and doesn't have a panic attack and get kicked off the plane or anything like that. I want him uh, to have I want him to have a good first experience. I've flown like and and here's the thing. I'm gonna get more upgrades. I'll have more opportunities because I did the nice guy thing. I think I'll I'll you know karmically I'll reap further upgrades in the future.
1: I don't think karma and airlines go together at all. <laughs> You're, you're, you're going to show up tomorrow and you're not going to have a seat is what's going to happen. It's going to be oh, like...
0: Oh, you turned down your premium upgrade, huh? Yeah. You're yeah, on well, standby. Yeah, you're on standby now, <laughs> boy. Oh, man, Kent, I hope that's not true. I really hope that's not I, true. I
1: hope it's not true either, but... Oh. Hey, you know how airlines run, so...
0: Man, But, yeah, but
1: yeah man. Here, here's, here's the stat. I found it here. So, uh, let's see. Personal space, so... The average seat was once 18 inches wide, shrank by an inch and a half, and the distance between rows went from an average of 35 inches to 31 inches to 28 inches on some airlines.
0: Wow. Insanity. So I feel like I fly Delta all the time, and I fly them because they're the least terrible. Like I've flown United and I've flown American and, uh, and you know, Alaska is like the second least bad. They're not too, too bad leg room wise, but you fly Un- American and you fly United. I feel like I, i like, my, my feet have to go in my chest. I have no leg room at all. And I'm not, my legs aren't even that long. Like I have a tall upper body. And I feel like I'm literally got my legs in my chest because I can't I have to <laughs> manspread like hardcore. And then I'm pissing off the feminist in the seat next to me, and she it was terrible. She was all mad. She kept pushing my leg over. I, this was a real thing. This really happened. I actually had to do this on a United flight. I couldn't actually sit with my legs together in the seat. It was terrible. It was so so Delta, shout out to you guys for being the least awful. That's
1: the least awful. But but I wouldn't be too proud. (laughs) No,
0: I mean, like, don't don't get ahead of yourself and think you're doing great work or anything. You're just the least off. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah, for sure.
1: Well, who are you flying with tomorrow?
0: Uh, Delta. Delta? Oh, is it? Okay. So, so At least
1: the international flights are a little bit better from a legroom perspective.
0: Yeah, no, I've... And and so I've been going only to Europe, I feel like, really this year. And and my and then when I do fly domestically, I don't ever really mind even if I don't have legroom because it's only like two or three hours. And so, like, having flown so much to Europe this year, when I only fly two or three hours, I feel like, oh, I shouldn't complain. I see. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's It's when you – I think it's only because of that, though. If I was only, like, flying, like, for you, like – calgary to seattle all the time i would be pissed off all the time because i'd be like this is all i'm used to is an hour and a half or two and it's bullshit every time
1: (laughs) well and it's typically the smaller planes too right so it's the two and two and i find that that's even worse Uh, so like and definitely i've also noticed that the further back in the plane it seems like the less legroom there is like even outside of like premium economy and, and obviously business but it seems like you like beyond row like thirteen, like it just gets tighter and tighter. At least it feels that way. So Yep. Kent, have you ever
0: thought of the math of how much an airline makes per flight? Have you ever like thought, okay, so there's like 178 passengers and like twenty, maybe twelve of those will say our first class, and then another twenty are premium, and then we'll say that the rest hundred and thirty or so whatever are economy, right? So let's say a flight from Seattle to Amsterdam, right? Cost me like 1200 bucks. 1200 times 130 people, that's over 100,000 bucks, right? Then you think about three to 5,000 for business and like eight to 10 for first class, right? So that plane, that plane rides like took in like 300 grand, right? Like I never thought of that until I saw a video about the outrageousness. And so now, these cheap fuckers, they—that's not enough. Three hundred grand of flights not enough. You gotta stuff in an extra row to make an extra six grand. Like that's—that's that's ugly. That's kind of <laughs> ugly.
1: Well, and you'll get some crackers and some water when you're on the <laughs> yeah. plane as well. So, <laughs> yeah, that—that'll make Although, up for it. Internationals a little bit different, but uh, yeah,
0: get free drinks on international flights. True, yeah. when they come around. That's true. That's true. All right. Yo, Kent, this has been pretty fun.
1: I feel it like is, this is
0: – I'm looking forward to more. This is, I know. I'm like, I don't want to stop, man. <laughs> I can't wait for the next one. So this has been our first episode, everybody. We're going to continue to do this 30-minute format where we will break it down the same way in the news, main talking points, our complaint department, and then we'll do a little bit of wrap-up. And uh, so we're looking forward to hanging with you guys. If you have topics that you would like us to discuss, please go ahead and tweet them at us, email them to us. We will go ahead and check all of our social media. We'll have a site forthcoming so that you can drop us emails and all sorts of things and get all of our episodes. Uh, look for us on all the major platforms. Kent, anything you want to add? No. No. All right. <laughs> awesome. Well, Everybody, this has been Just So You Know. Thanks for joining us. We will talk to you next time. Much love from Johnny Kent. See you guys later.